Hey, what's happening? It's Quinn David Furness. This is the Bean Town Podcast for Sunday, December 2nd, 2018. What's going on? How is everyone? Good to hear from you. Coming to you live from 817 St. Paul Street in the heart of Bean Town, USA, or Baltimore, Maryland, whichever one you want. What's happening? This is Quinn David Furness. This is my podcast. It is the Beantown Podcast, or the People's Podcast, as it is affectionately known by you, the fans, one of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts. How's it going? We're having a solid day, a solid weekend. Really exciting news on the podcast front. If you go check out Bean Tom Podcast on Apple Podcasts, you'll see we are up to something like 55 or 60 stars, a whole lot of reviews, a whole lot of ratings, a lot of likes, shares, and subscriptions happening. So if you do like what you're hearing as we approach the one-year mark of the Bean Tom Podcast, go ahead and give us a like, share us, subscribe to us wherever you're listening to your podcasts, and leave us a little review as well. In other big news, we have joined Spotify. Oh, boy. So for the longest time, we were under the impression that to join Spotify, you had to have some sort of premium subscription. And I dug into it more this week. I really dug into it and found out that with just my RSS feed that I generate, I don't know what's going on with all the Jeff Gold <laughs> impressions. Um, apparently, you can just upload it directly from your RSS feed. And now, bingo was her name. We're on Spotify. So that's big news. If you've been laboring to get over you know, to YouTube and SoundCloud and Google Play or Apple Podcasts, but you're saying, hey, Quinn. I listen to my podcast on Spotify, which I don't know. I still don't understand the whole Spotify thing. I don't understand the advantage of it. I just feel like it uses up all your data. Spotify seems like the bougie thing for the people who have tons of data or who are willing to pay for it, and that's just not who I am. That's what my iPod is here for. I have an iPod Nano. I think it's either third or fourth gen. I bought it about... 11 or 12 years ago, probably at Target for $125. And this baby, I think it's 8 gigs, has been just killing the game for the longest time. Uh, has been to multiple continents, has been through multiple marathons. It's just, I love it. It's green. Sometimes the little scroll wheel thing stops working. I don't even care because you can shake it and it shuffles, which is pretty neat. So, um, but back to the original point, you know, all these different platforms are on now. No excuse for saying, wow, Quinn, we love your podcast. We just don't know how to access it. Check this out. YouTube, SoundCloud, Google Play. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, Spotify, and we talked about CastBox a little ways back. I haven't gotten around to uploading more episodes, but the very first installment of the Beantown Podcast is currently live on CastBox.fm. So if you want to check us out there, you can get a little taste, a little sneak peek of what we're all about. 
right now. Listener discretion is advised when you are listening to the Bean Town Podcast. Number one, occasionally, depends on the day, occasionally we'll use some NSFW language. And then uh, number two, podcast is just objectively terrible as voted by you, the fans. Thanks, everyone, for your support through all of this. So, what's going on? Uh, First of all, thank you to my family members. Uh, My Auntie Anna making her Beantown podcast debut. Got a cough drop going here. Uh, Making her Beantown podcast debut last week. And joined by uh, my first cousin once removed, Sanumi Ogunake. Had a lot of fun. Talked about, uh, you know, getting old. You know, you hit your, they say 70 is the new 55. And so we kind of talked about some of those topics. But had a good Thanksgiving over in Delaware. And then uh, brought it back to 817 St. Paul Street with uh, Jack, who was on the podcast technically for his fifth time. They haven't all been uh, weekly installments. Uh, one of them was a Beantown Unplugged. Actually, two of them were Beantown Unplugged specials. But uh, he's now graced our presence five times, which was exciting. He gave us uh, some good tips on you know his favorite interstates, racial stereotypes, uh, just a whole lot of good insight there. So thanks to, uh, to those family members who are doing that next week. Very excited to announce that we're going to be joined by our holiday season correspondent, Megan. She's going to be ta- talking to us about holiday travel, holiday deals, holiday uh, cooking and baking, holiday road by Lindsay Buckingham. I haven't cons- uh, confirmed this. I got a verbal agreement that if I bring the guitar, she'll bring the voice. So I think that's going to be really exciting. I found out long ago. Oh, 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 oh. Long way down Holiday Road. Holiday Road. Holiday Road. Holiday Road. Holiday Road. Holiday my family and I, to, I believe, Montana, the natural state. And on <laughs> that ride, uh, my family is, is big on making mixtapes, although in the 21st century it's more of a mixed CD situation for those cars that still have CD players. And on one of them, uh, my brother Jack, who you all know, made a CD that featured Holiday Road. As the first song, so you know that's the one that's going to get played most often. And for whatever reason, I think that the, the song just got played too many times. I think one of the primary issues was that on the way back, um, a couple of my siblings are big on the former CBS show The Mentalist, starring that uh, Aussie guy, Simon Baker. Is that his name? I don't remember. But my uh, dad, unfortunately, <laughs> got uh, our mentalist. CD from the library jammed in the DVD player, so we ended up having to listen to uh, the CDs we brought from home, and Holiday Road was played early, it was played often, and we all needed a little break from Lindsay Buckingham moving forward, but uh, that's Megan, she's going to be coming on the podcast next week, the week after that, first time ever, Bean Tom Podcast going to the Big 
Apple. So we've done a lot of crazy stuff. We've had a lot of fun. In the first year of the Beans on Podcast, we I'll have to do the count of how many different states we've actually broadcasted live from with the Beans on Podcast. Off the top of my head, I would guess close to probably about 10, uh, you know, because we've done Maryland, Jersey, Pennsylvania. Um, we have been to places like South Dakota, Kentucky, Tennessee, Illinois, Indiana. Uh, so we've been all over the place. It's probably close to about 10 different states that we have podcasted from, but uh, we haven't done one from the Big Apple. Never uh, done a podcast from New York City, so we are going up there. We're going to be joined by a couple special guests. If you liked the Anchorage episode live from Alaska, I think you're going to like the Big Apple episode because it's going to feature the th- same three players, uh, myself, my brother Jack, and then my brother Walt, who will be making his third podcast appearance so big things coming and then after that we'll be uh coming to you live another new state from texas where we also have not broadcasted live uh we'll be down there visiting some family grandma sal of podcast fame uh maybe making another podcast appearance who knows grandpa dave came on the roast told some really uh Good long stories. Uh, we had fun with it. Maybe he'll make another appearance. I don't know. There's a lot to be hammered down yet. But the big announcement is that Christmas Day 2018, uh, I will be home for Christmas. I will be right here in Baltimore, Maryland, Beantown, USA, by myself. And in addition to an audio podcast Christmas special, we are going to be broadcasting live, not for one hour, not for two hours, for 24 hours on Christmas Day, we will be broadcasting a live Beantown podcast holiday special, which we're thrilled about. It's always a little uh, sad, you know, when you're home alone. On Christmas, but you know what? Just like Bing Crosby said, I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents by the tree christmas eve will find me where the love light gleams i'll be home for christmas if only in my dreams. That's that's actually kind of morbid when you think about it. Maybe morbid isn't the right word. Cryptic maybe better. But that last line, I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams. The whole song is about coming home for Christmas. And then he ends up saying, only in my dreams. So... I don't know. Someone should go check on Bing Crosby, see if ever, everything's okay over in the Crosby estate. But yeah, we'll be uh, home on Christmas doing a live 
podcast special. So that's sort of what's coming up in the next three, four weeks. December should be exciting. And then after that, you know, some New Year's stuff. And then uh, I think I'm going to try to work on getting that year one special uh, ready. You're going to hopefully edit some clips from our favorite episodes and it should be a good time. We don't do a lot of editing here at the Beantown Podcast, so this will be a new endeavor for us, but, you know, good stuff. I can put it on my LinkedIn and say, edited a best of year one podcast special, and, you know, that's going to bring in the jobs. So uh, the the main crux of what we're doing here today is going to be all about the bratwurst eating competition that I participated in two days ago. Uh, overall, it's going to be a short episode, under half an hour, because i got other stuff to do. But first, we want to get a quick word from our sponsors. All right, here we go. Home Pride, Oregon. Are you tired of selling your house for less than a quarter of what it's worth, all because you couldn't find a reliable home inspector in time? Well, Oregon listeners, there's good news. Home Pride Inspection Services in Bend, Oregon, is Central Oregon's hottest new home inspection provider with inspection services including things like heating and cooling, roofing, plumbing, and so much more. Home Pride Oregon is both contractor certified and home inspection certified, so you know you're getting the good stuff. If you're tired of big real estate stranglehold on the home inspection market and you want a safe, Certified home inspector you can trust. Call Steve at 541-207-1101 or visit homeprideoregon.com. That's 541-207-1101 or visit homeprideoregon.com. Home Pride Oregon. Inspection perfection. Thank you to our sponsors uh, for bringing us this next segment. So, if you've been following us on Snapchat, Instagram, uh, Facebook, my Snapchat is just Quinn.Furns. My Instagram is at Q.QueenD. Q period Queen D. It used to be Q underscore Queen D. Instagram just like randomly changed it multiple months ago, and I didn't figure it out until a couple uh, weeks ago. But my Instagram handle has changed. I didn't know that Instagram had the power to do that. Anyways, that's what it is. You can follow all our stuff there. And then uh, Facebook, Twitter, we are at BeantownCast. Email BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. It's BeantownBeantownPodcastYahoo.com. Uh, and a new website coming in the new year. Anyways, big bratwurst eating contest. The fourth annual Baltimore Christmas Market German Village bratwurst eating contest. We participated in it last year, my first year here in Beantown. And uh, so last year, there were probably, I think, six of us in uh, standing at the table. And this is a pretty big event in terms of just like Christmas market down in Baltimore. You know, they have the huge uh, tent with a ton of vendors in it. It's just a big space, but then the huge open uh, area with seating where people are eating their dinner, drinking their beer, and watching the Bratwurst seating contest. So um, there were about five or six of us last year. And it was a lot of fun. It was pretty low-key. I got second place. I ate about three and three-quarters. I lost to Big Mike, who was not actually that big. But Mike probably ate just over four. Um, so, and that was in ten minutes. And this is brats and buns. So these things are probably about, uh, I don't know, nine or ten inches long. And the buns are really tough to eat. 
So I was proud of myself. But I was also thinking, you know, I'm coming in hard this year. Year two, I'm coming for that title. I'm trying to snag it away from Big Mike. Of course, he shows up this year. He's got his trophy. Um, but the event overall this year was was pretty challenging. It was pretty frustrating. The first problem was that the event was scheduled to take place at 6. You get there at 545, check in, everything's good to go. We're waiting at 6, 10, 6, 15, 6, 20. You're thinking, okay, what's going on? All these people are here. We're ready to feast. 6.30, you get pulled over by the event organizers say, hey, we don't have enough bratwurst cooked right now. Come back in half an hour. So I'm thinking, oh, Jesus. Uh, pretty frustrated because I had brought a bunch of friends, a bunch of coworkers from work um, to you know experience the event, cheer me on, et cetera, all that good stuff. But I felt, you know, I feel bad. It's their Friday night. This isn't what, isn't what you want to do all Friday night. This isn't what I want to do all Friday night. But I digress. So come back, seven, about 7.10, 7.15, we finally uh, get some action. But here's the problem. It wasn't the bratwurst action you were looking for. This scrawny white guy from Dundalk, Scott his name is, gets up on stage. He's like one of the event organizers, the host. I don't know exactly what his specific role or title or salary was, but he gets up on stage. I'm thinking, okay, Scott's going to bring us up. We're going to start the Bratwurst scene contest. This is great. Here we go. Could not be more mistaken. Scott is like myself a wannabe comedian. Scott did his stand-up act for about 15 minutes. And it, you know, you got to have some bad shows, some rough shows at the start of your career if you're going to be great. But, Scott, I tell you what, if you're listening to this, bud, wasn't great. You need some new material, not just new material, but better material. Here was the biggest problem. You got to know... Your audience, you got to know your context when you're doing a stand-up act. You don't go to Philly and make fun of Rocky or the Liberty Bell or cheesesteaks. It's just you're going to get thrown out of town. Likewise, you don't open for a bratwurst eating competition by doing a five-minute stand-up bit about urination and how men pee and how women pee. I'm not saying that you can't do a fun bit about urination. Gender roles, there's always good stuff in that just as a large-scale concept. But when you're opening for an eating competition in which people will be feeling queasy, in which vomit may be induced, boy... I tell you what, I don't know if it affected the other competitors the way it affected me, but talking about urination habits immediately preceding a competition in which I'm trying to get down as many sausages and buns as possible, it was not it was not good. And just the whole thing, Scott, wasn't great. I appreciate you for going up there. And doing your breast, but woof, 
that was tough. That was tough. So finally, around like 7.30 or so, we get pulled up to the stage, and there were a lot of people. There were like nine. It was really crowded. We're all guys, too. And not like, you know, guys of all different sizes. Like, probably all around six feet tall and taller. There were some really tall guys there. And, you know, there were, you know, maybe one or two guys who were skinnier. But most of us probably 200 plus pounds easy. Um, the competition was a lot more fierce this year. Just like Ali Raisman's new book. Check it out. Uh, Barnes & Noble, wherever you buy your books, you can read Ali Raisman's Fierce. But there were nine of us. The competition rules changed a little bit. So last year we couldn't dunk uh, because we just had water bottles. So we were allowed to drink, but we weren't allowed to dunk because it physically wasn't possible. This year they gave us cups so we could dunk, which I was a little perturbed by because not because I have anything against dunking, just because they didn't announce that rule change going into this year. Then you show up and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we can dunk. But nine of us. And the rules changed. Last year, it was just how many can you eat in 10 minutes. This year, it was first one to seven wins or whoever's eaten the most after 15 minutes. And when they announced that, I knew I was toast. The only chance that I potentially had was winning a sprint, you know, the 10-minute track, the 10-minute circuit. Even then, I wasn't going to have a chance. But I knew that if it was just how many can you get down, it wasn't going to go well one I've been dieting the last five weeks or so, and my stomach has shrunk considerably. My appetite, particularly around dinner time, much lower than what it usually is. But number two, the whole Scott urine bit just really threw me for a loop. So even before it started, I knew it wasn't going to happen. But we get going, and there are some big guys. There's Gomez, who worked for T-Mobile. Uh, I was two guys, uh, I was two positions down from him, so I could see him pretty well. After after I hit about two, I knew um, that it wasn't, I wasn't going anywhere, that I was just having fun at this point. And I felt bad because you want to put on a good show, but I also really didn't want to puke. It's just, if I was just like doing this at home and puking, it'd be like, oh, okay, I can, whatever. But you're in front of a crowd of probably, you know, 200 people. Not exactly what I wanted to do. So I'm looking over at Gomez as, you know, we get to like the seven, eight minute mark and he's on a brat where it's like number four or five. And I'm thinking, you know, cause I was only at like three at this point. I'm like cheering for Gomez. Now the two guys, the guys on either side of me also were like out of it. Um, so now, you know, Gomez is just killing these and we're thinking, Oh, this guy's, this guy's got it. Like here's our new champion. We couldn't. So the defending champion, Mike was all the way on the other end we couldn't see how he was doing. But I knew, you know, last year he had just over four and ten minutes. So I'm thinking, you know, another five minutes. He's not going to be able to eat two in those five minutes. So he's probably maxing out at about five. That's just how our stomachs work. But And I'm already seeing Gomez working on number five. So I'm thinking, okay, Gomez, here's our guy. And the competition is getting, um, you know, towards the end. We're at about the 13, 14-minute mark, so about one minute left, one and a half minutes left. And all of a sudden, it's over. And now it's that seven have been eaten. I'm looking over at Gomez, and he's not on his seventh yet. And so I was pretty shocked. And there's another guy, like two slots down from Gomez, who had eaten seven. And this guy just, like, he was probably about, 
six three, six four. Um, probably weighed a solid amount, but he wasn't fat. He's just muscular. I don't remember what his name was. We can check the tape, but he made us all look foolish. I don't know exactly how many Mike ate. I ate about three and a half. Um, I I would I could have pushed myself to four and maybe thrown up, maybe not. But you know, knowing that Gomez was already on you know five six, I was like, there's no you know, this is silly. Um, so all in all, I don't have you know overall placements. I finished with about three and a half. I know I beat the two guys on either side of me because they kind of gave up. Um, before I did, but I think out of the nine, probably finished about fourth or fifth. Um, I know I the highest I possibly went was third because I knew the guy who won obviously won, and then Gomez was way ahead of me. I couldn't see anything else going on. Judging by how they were acting, though, they probably had more than I did. So I think fourth or fifth is probably pretty accurate. So not the second place finish we got last year. Definitely a little bit disappointed. But I will say that I didn't expect to do as well this year because of the diet. And then Scott's stand-up bit really uh, took it to a whole new level. But um, I'm proud of myself, and I want to thank my friends and my coworkers for coming out to support. If you want to see the video, so this is something that I was really happy to have because last year all we had was an Instagram Live story. Uh, and that's you know, 24 hours. It wasn't even on my Instagram page because I didn't have an Instagram page. But I was able to get it captured on my phone this year. Uh, I haven't gone back and watched the full tape, but it is on my Facebook page, but it's also on the YouTube page. So if you're you know, listening to Beantown Podcast on YouTube right now, you can physically just click into my page. You can find it. If you're not, just you know, find me, Quinn uh, Furness, on YouTube, and the, 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 the footage is there. It's the full contest, about 15 minutes long. So uh, you can see that. I got a chance to promote the podcast a little bit in the middle of the podcast or in the middle of the competition after I knew that I was going to have no chance of winning. Uh, Scott gave me a little platform to support the podcast. So always good to, to get that out there. But that was the uh, Bratwurst eating contest that we did on Friday. It was a lot of fun. Otherwise... Life is life is solid. I got to go back to the doctor tomorrow. Still having tonsil issues. We're at about a month now. It's pretty pretty frustrating, but we're gonna try to get that sorted out. Maybe get some higher power drugs this time. So that is what this week's podcast was all about. Thank you uh, to everyone for tuning in for listening again. If you like what you hear. Whatever platform you're on, uh, leave us a comment, rate us five stars, share it with your friends. Again, the Beantown Podcast, number one podcast for uh, all things absurd. Uh, and it is one of Baltimore City's top 500 podcasts. So that's a pretty pretty uh, sterling recommendation there. That's what I got for you. Don't forget to uh, like us, uh, follow us on Twitter at BeantownCast. Uh, you can email us, BeantownPodcastYahoo.com. That's Beantown, uh, B-E-N-T-Podcastyahoo.com. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, all that good stuff. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode. I hope you appreciate a little bit shorter. No frills, nothing too fancy. Go uh, like, uh, subscribe, find that uh, Bratwurst Seating Contest 
clip on YouTube. It's right on my personal YouTube page. Pretty easy to see. That's what I got for everyone. So thanks for tuning in. Enjoy your weekends, and we'll come to you next weekend with our holiday correspondent, Megan. She's going to have some good tips for you. You're not going to want to miss it. Okay, everyone, have a good week. We'll check in on you later.